welcome to another episode of Block Talk. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe to Real Visit Podcast so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there. I am so excited to share that this episode is brought to you by our friends at Motto. Motto is the new no-nonsense hookup app for gay and queer people. Hookup apps have become a staple in queer culture, but they also come with bullshit. Headless torsos, blank profiles, catfishing, and endless scrolling of the grid for hours. We've all been there. On Motto, every profile is verified by a real human, and every photo has a face. Motto sends you daily matches of people who match your interests and kinks. There are no fees, no ads, and no nonsense. Get Motto today by going to tinyurl.com slash mottoblocktalk or visit the link in my link tree. Motto, gain queer hookups without the nonsense. And as always, follow me on Instagram, threads, and TikTok at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterthenow.com for its news, reviews, and interviews. Life is like a box of chocolates, so open the top, we're about to dive in. It's time to clap for the Bing Bang Bong once again as the UK Huns are back for Series 5. With a lot of pre-show drama that has put a cloud over this season, 10 queens will officially vie for the crown. It's time to preview everything we know about Drag Race UK 5, and joining me for some crumpets as we spill a spot of tea, it's OG Fag and Ashley Tisdell. Hello, welcome! Hi! Hello, hello! Um, I'm just so glad that I get to do a podcast where I don't have to give the disclaimer about pronunciations. I mean, listen, they, you need subtitles for some of these bitches. Um, but, oh my God, UK5, we are here. Um, as always, I must leave a disclaimer. This is an entertainment podcast. We're discussing reality TV show characters. That's presented to us, the reality production. We are shown the editing when television wants us to see. We react to what is presented. Yes, these are real people that give them the opportunity to go on television to share their craft, but they've also put themselves in a position to be discussed. We're going to sit on the podcast for entertainment to discuss reality of the show. Okay, I'm super excited about this season, and here's why. It has nothing to do with the Queens. It has nothing to do with RuPaul. It's actually my first time being able to talk about Drag Race UK since being in London. Oh, so now you have a whole new perspective. I have a whole new perspective. I I got to see (laughs) British drag uh, live and in person, uh, because when you go to a pub, that's not what you see on Drag Race. It is a very different experience. Oh, I Um, But I am so excited for Drag Race UK because it is a good franchise, but um, this season is going to be a very interesting one, especially the first couple episodes, but we will get to it now. First impressions, I want one word. After meeting the queens, what is your first impression about UK5? OG. If I had to put it in a single word, I would say theater. Theater, yes. A lot of that in the atmosphere. So I'm expecting some actors, some personalities in that regard. That's what I would say. Miss Nashley Tisdall, that must excite you. Yeah, I was going to say attitudes. There's a lot of different attitudes that are going into this. And... I think these are these some of these girls are going to clash very, very. I, I think so too. Um, well, we're going to talk about uh, the cast, but first, here are the facts. Drag Race UK 5 will premiere on BBC3 on September 28th. It will air worldwide on Wow Presents Plus. It will be hosted by RuPaul, Michelle Visage, and rotating guests Alan Carr and Graham Norton once again. Our guest judges will include Asling B, Alexandra Burke, Kush Jumbo, Daphne Guinness, Joel Domit, Kristen McAmany, 
Sophie Ellis Baxter, Saran Jones, Yasmin Finney, and Carol Voldemort. Special guest appearance will be made by Edward Enifel, Karen Hauer, Claudemar Neto, and Sunita. Okay. Who are we most excited for when it comes to the guest judges? The only person on that list I know is Alexander Burke. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. Fair, fair. Uh, so you have not experienced the murder on the dance floor. Uh, I know. I was going to say. Baxter. Yeah, I was like, period. My favorite on that list is definitely Sophie Ellis Baxter. I remember many years ago as a younger gay, just like with my little iPod listening to murder on the dance floor. I'm literally so excited. I mean, it's got to be the song, right? I mean, the disco tech song could work, but it has to be Murder on the Dance Floor, um, which will not... be the second time we would get it this year. Oh, true. If it's not that, I would be upset, to be honest. Yeah. Like, it's got to be. I mean, I'm personally very, very excited for Yasmin Finney. For those who know who she is, she is on the fabulous show Heartstoppers. Um, and she's going to be appearing on the um new doctor who uh specials but we're going to talk about doctor who shortly um this will be the first uk season to feature an american contestant a polish contestant have less than 12 contestants since season one and have a companion after show called the aftershave with danny beard um very exciting uh apparently danny beard said i don't want to go to hollywood i don't fucking care about uh some what presents tv show uh aftershave probably will get more reviews than any of the other ones the promo look theme is apparently like candy we're gonna use that loosely it was it was very loose <laughs> i don't know now let's get to the drama the cast is 10, but rumors have been swirling about this season in regards to an original cast size of 12. It appears that a 12th queen was cast before to drop out the weekend of filming, while an 11th queen was removed during filming and has been edited out of the show. Think of it as the season 12 of the UK. We're not going to discuss the specifics of it. Um, we will let it play out. The person has apparently not made much of an appearance since, but um, not a good look for the cast. I feel bad for them. Yeah, unfortunately. Weird editing and everything, because we all remember the weird editing from that season. So... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I think it just, like, unfortunately ends up overshadowing a little bit, too. It's yes. supposed to be all of their moment to be able to celebrate, and I just feel as though so much of the controversy and people knowing that this is going to happen has already been building up to it. So now right. also that the full cast is announced, you can't help but still have a little bit of that energy. So I'm sure that's not a great feeling as one of the people who's probably so excited to be able to share right. the journey, you know? Um, and I, again, you don't know what is going to be forced to be removed because that person was involved in XYZ. I'm still very, very interested to see how these entrances are going to look. Yeah, um, I, I think that's going to be the most awkward part about it. But from there, we'll see. We, I'm sure it will all work out for the best. Um, I, I mean, maybe that they'll they'll do some weird editing where all of a sudden it's like that everyone, all twelve, are standing on or 10, 11 are standing on stage for critiques, and then there's just like a random cut on the stage. You're like, wait, that's not supposed to be there. But I don't know. We'll find out. Magic yeah. of editing. A blur. Just a, a blur. blur. Oh God, that. Sweet. Oh boy. Anyway, what do you want to we'll see? see how, we'll see how long that person allegedly sticks around. So hopefully it's not. Not I mean, too long. 
it could be a whole like almost the whole season like the last time but <laughs> yeah i mean listen it, it, it goes down to when it, when we get into the world of casting how does the casting department have to do a better job at finding this out is it an invasion of privacy who knows but at some point um maybe talk to the local queens before you make final decisions because apparently it's not been a surprise exactly all right what do you want to see out of this season here's i'm gonna i'm gonna give you one thing that i want to see and i know i'm not going to get it because i don't get my nice things anymore i want a doctor who runway like it's going to be the fucking 60th anniversary of the fucking show give me a doctor who runway what do you want to see nashley that's a good question I don't remember. I can't remember off the top of my head if they've done it, but I would just really like to see, I just want like British Renaissance, like crown jewel kind of opulence. I the, class, the, the, the closest we've got was Cheddar Gorgeous last year for Snatch Game, but I, so I, I think it's possible. Yeah, I um, want like big Renaissance, like royalty looks. I want RuPaul wearing a Renaissance look. That's what I really want. That would be fierce. OG, what would you like? I want some real iconic moments that will become like just drag race staples because I feel as though UK has some of those, but also the international franchises have really been bringing it this year with some of the level that they've been reaching. So, you know, I think that's what I look forward to about the UK is that things can be a little bit off the wall. They have the potential to be so incredibly iconic. So hoping that despite the other circumstances around the season that there is still an element of that. Listen, I think this is the cast of characters. I think we are more than likely to get some, at least lines um, that are going to be part of the drag race lexicon moving forward. Yes, I certainly hope so. All right. To avoid any potential spoilers, rather than discussing the cast through predictions, we will be going through the cast by excitement points TM. We have each given the cast excitement points TM from 10 for who we are most excited for and one for who we are least excited for. I've tallied up the points and we will go from who we are least excited for and to who we're most excited for. Girls, we love you all. It's just some people are a little more exciting than others. Doesn't mean we don't like you. It just means your meet the queens and your promo look uh, left us a lot to be desired. That's all it is. Are you ready to meet our 10 lovely ladies who only come from um, Britain because apparently um, Scotland and and Northern Ireland don't exist? Yes. (laughs) Um, With that, Michelle Visage was asked about that last week and her answer was, well, you got to audition. We can't just pluck anybody and then she's like and if maybe if you do you're not ready okay okay let's work on her pr because that was not the right statement to put out there yeah exactly oh well all right you think she has a pr team of course she does of course she does (laughs) um let's begin with our least excited i gave her three points nashley gave her three points og um one (laughs) it is our polish princess Living in London, England, it is Alexis St. Pete. Alexis St. Pete came to London from Poland at the age of 12 to follow her dream of becoming a ballet dancer. Her dream of being the, quote, Polish Billy Elliot didn't work out, but she soon discovered drag and her dance experience definitely helped it when putting on a show. Describing Alexis' show, she promises splits, kicks, turns, tricks, she's got it all. As the first Polish queen in Drag Race history, the self-described clown in a supermodel body is hoping to make her former home proud. Now, 
Alexis's original drag name was Queen Panthera. Later, she changed it after signing a contract with Blackpool's Funny Girls. Alexis came from the characters she played in the show. Saint, she added to add some paint. Um, uh, and Pete came from her birth name, Peter. She is the third queen of the Drag Race franchise to have the same name of Alexis after Alexis Mateo and Alexis Michelle. She is the first queen from Poland to compete, but she is the third queen of Polish descent to appear after Blair St. Clair and Jasmine Kennedy. Alexis, again, moved to the UK at age 12. She's been dancing since she's four, and she has an obsession with Alan Carr, which I get because I would do Alan Carr for Snatch Game. Like, it's so good, so easy. OG, what made you not excited for Alexis? And don't say it's because of her silly accent. <laughs> you know, I think for me, it's just in that cast of personalities, she just got a little bit lost. And I think just her video came off, right? Because that's really what we're talking about here is just really what we're seeing in the promo look and the videos. Um, and just from that, she just felt a little bit one dimensional. It was a little bit like, oh, yeah, OK, this is that very stunning. But like this is the stunning sort of like pretty girl. She can get away with wearing almost nothing. And like it's a moment like, you know, so it's kind of like those factors where when other people just seem to be bringing more, you just fall to the bottom of the list a little bit. I agree. I agree. My question this season for her is she has worked with countless Rue Girls through Club Kids in the UK. Did they pass on the tricks of the trade to get the crown or will the hype get her knocked down? Ashley, what was your first impression of Alexis St. Pete? Yeah, a lot of mine was kind of just like the same. It just kind of like, it didn't really stand out, but I put her a little higher on the list because it does sound like she does have quite a bit to offer. I just wasn't super seeing it in like the promo for say, but I also had to give her brownie points because I was like also Polish. So woo! Get a little get a little points there for that. Her look is by Lloyd James, hair by polished wigs, nails by icy nails. Going with this idea of like the the the, the foiled candy, I see where she's going with the 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 boot cover chaps and the top. I think orange is a very good color for her. I like the hair. Um, I, I think it's it's fun. If she's a dancer, I can definitely see her dance in this look. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I will say too. I mean, like, I definitely do enjoy her promo photo look. Like, I think that it does look very nice. I think it was really what pulled her down for me was the the video, like the Meet yeah. the Queen specifically. It just wasn't really giving. I agree. Ashley, what did you think of this look? Yeah, I mean, I think it's fun. I just. I, you know me, I just always want more than a bodysuit. <laughs> it's, I'm also like, if you're doing the promo and I get it, but it's just like more, please. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I'm going to give her a two. I would also give it a two. No, I'm going to boot it. Whoa, there it is. The audience 88% two, 12% boot. Any final thoughts on Miss Alexis St. Pete? No, well, she seems very, she seems like she would be short. I don't know. Because I want to see her stand next to who we're next going to talk about. 23 years old from Manchester, England, England. It is Banksy. In drag, Banksy is over seven feet tall, making her one of the tallest queens ever to strut the drag race stage. 
This particular seven feet supermodel is obsessed with all things burlesque and loves to channel the dark, horrible women of the 1930s and 1940s with a modern twist. Alongside their drag gender non-conforming parental figure, Cheddar Gorgeous, Banksy is on a mission to disrupt your preconceived notions of what drag is. Her drag name is derived from the street art creator Banksy and her last name Banks. In heels, she is over seven feet tall and allegedly, according to the wiki, she is the second tallest queen in heels after Tempest du Jour. I remember Tempest du Jour being that tall, but she might have not been in heels the day I met her. She is part of the family Gorgeous, headed by UK season four runner-up Cheddar Gorgeous, and she describes herself as a fashion girl. She looks gorgeous, but feels really uncomfortable. And that, friends, welcome to drag. Okay. My question this season is, will Banksy be able to walk her way onto the main stage, or will the gimmick of the duck um, get old fast and cause her to sashay away early? I think... I'm not excited for her. I give her one point. OG two points, but but naturally, you you have excitement here for Miss Banksy. Tell us why you're excited for. Banksy. I gave her an eight. I gave her an eight. I just I loved the look, and I don't know. Maybe I wasn't super focusing on the personality with this one, but I was kind of just like I was in love with the look. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Um, OG, you're you're bottom feeder with me. Why? 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 Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't like the look so I think there's like that it just we're feeling opposite a little bit um no what it was so I would say it's like a couple of things for me it's like first of all the name is Banksy right so like I think for me you you gotta bring it if you're gonna take an iconic name and like claim it as your own like I want maybe want to see some of that too I want to see a little bit maybe of a street art inflection or something, you know, it's like, I think like the name has an association for me that isn't represented in the look. I also found, I don't know, maybe it's just me personally, but I found the look that she chose also confusing with the description of her drag. I was a little bit like, I don't think all of these things are coming together in the way that I would expect them to based on a little bit of how you're describing your aesthetic, your drag, all of that. So that was one of the big pieces for me was just, if it feels like you're not clear about how you're representing your vision and your aesthetic, then I don't know if I can really feel excited about it. And then similarly as well with Alexis, I think just the personality level in terms of what came through in the video was not matching some of the other people. So it was sort of a combination of those pieces for me. Yeah, I can totally understand that. I think I'm very much on the same line as you. There are a lot of queens who have connections to other contestants. And that is a thing. That's fine. But when you are going to be in the family gorgeous and Cheddar Gorgeous is a superstar, you have to emulate that. And I don't see that out of her right now. She very much feels very subdued. Um, Yes, the, the jokes that she gave in the Meet the Queens were all about height but how long is that going to get tired? Um, which is why I'm like, I, I don't know if I'm going to want to see her duck down every single time she walks on the main stage. Like, I'm, uh, I need a little more. Um, she might just be in time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, this look is by Marius Milan, earrings by No Basic Bombshell. That's a lot of fabric. Obviously, it takes a lot of fabric to, 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 to put on her because she's a tall person. I'm not sure I understand what's going on because you have this, like, crown of thorns bloody thing on top you have these beady red eyes look like she's rabid and then i don't know how they tie into the, the 
dress? I don't know. Nashley, you like it. Why? I don't know. There's something about it. It's just something like I I mean, like I would wear that. Maybe okay. not pro maybe not for this promo entirely, but I would probably wear that dress. Yeah. I don't know. LG. Something about it. Something about it spoke to me. Not sure what it is, but maybe God was talking to me, you know? That's fair. LG, what do you think? Yeah, I just almost like what you were describing before. I just found that it doesn't super feel cohesive and clear to me. Like you have the crown of thorns. So like, is this supposed to be a Jesus thing? But then like the rest of it is not really giving religious references. Mm -hmm. So like what, why did you do the one part? And then it feels disconnected. I also feel like the bunching of the fabric is a little bit weird to me. I feel like it's a, a lot at the top and then a lot at the bottom, but then probably because of her height, it's just the middle feels really open. So it's just, it doesn't feel very balanced and cohesive to me. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, there's something about her that I like you sell, you're telling me Cheddar Gorgeous. I'm not seeing family Cheddar Gorgeous, which might be Cheddar's thing where like you all have your own personality and live your drag, which is fine. Or maybe she's trying to do the red eyes that Cheddar has done before. I've seen I at Dragon. That's what Cheddar did. I don't. I don't know. I'm very, very lost and confused, and that's why I'm not excited for Banksy because mm-hmm. she stands out, but she doesn't stand out. Yes, that's very much how I feel. I will give her a boot. I would also give her a boot. I'm gonna toot it. The audience, well, they will agree with you, but barely. Fifty-six percent toot, forty-four percent boot. All right. Moving on. I have Fours to across the board. Fours across the board. We all gave this bitch four. From Doncaster, England, it's Miss Naomi Carter. Visually, she's a glamorous dancing queen, equally inspired by Naomi Campbell and Beyonce Knowles Carter, the two people who inspired her drag name. When she talks, she is pure Doncaster, a place she lovingly calls Dirty Donnie. She might be a small town queen, but you don't dare underestimate her. Naomi has been doing drag for five years with her first look for a pride gig she attended with her mom. She applying after applying for this show the last three seasons, she is now ready to represent her Gambian heritage and death drop her way to the crown. Her drag name, obviously, again, Naomi Campbell, Beyonce. But Miss is to let the boys know she is single. She is the first contestant to be of Gambian descent. She is a member of the House, which is the only house in Doncaster and consists of four members. They are credited as kickstarting the drag scene in Doncaster. My question. She has big town energy as a small town queen. Will her energy bring her success or is she compensating for something missing? And we think she might be compensating for something missing. What do you think, OG? Yeah, I think... I feel as though I wasn't able to get the clearest picture of her full personality and what she's about from the Meet the Queens. It mm-hmm. felt as though we didn't really get a lot of insight overall in terms of what she is really, really amazing at, if that makes sense. So I think that made her package fall a little bit flat compared to the other girls. So she fell a little bit more towards the bottom of my list. I do really love the hair that she's wearing, but then also this is another one where I feel like the promo outfit, it just doesn't feel the most clear and cohesive. So I think it's another one of those where there's a few pieces that in this batch is just making me a little less excited. 
that's totally fair. Ashley, what do you think about Miss Naomi? Carter? Yeah, like, like I really liked the jacket. I did not like the jacket with the bodysuit. I think the jacket would have done well with something else. And also the hair with this outfit didn't feel like the right choice to me. I don't know. There were just a couple things that I was like, this is a little off-putting and I don't know why. The look is by Bang London, hair by Style by Vodka, jewels by Dragged Out London. Listen, she has three top-tier British designers working for her, and I don't know what she told them, but none of them are working together, clearly. Um, I don't know if you saw the Binge Queens, um, Meet the Queens, that Blue Hydrangea and Cheryl Hold did. Unfortunately, they said something that I can no longer see. She has three Mickeys on the top of her head, um, and they look like cactus Mickeys. I, I I don't I don't get it. Um, I think green and this caramel uh, um, is very pretty color combination. But then you put on a bodysuit, and I'm like, what 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 are we doing here? Why 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 are we doing basic? Did you just find out yesterday you had the promo shoot and you just pulled this out of your closet? Um, there's a lot of contrasting. That's exactly, um, what, it feels, that's exactly what it feels like. Yeah. There are a lot of contrasting textures and patterns and may maybe she was told green is your color because you can tell again, each queen has their own color for this promo shoot. Um, I like parts of it, but I don't get it. OG, why? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's actually very much how I feel about it because separately the outfit looks like there could be some great promise from the different elements like honestly even the hair I think the hair yes it very much does kind of look like cactus mickeys a hundred percent but I think that there's a way that that could be really amazing if it was styled cohesively with the rest of the ensemble yeah. it's just everything feels a little bit too disjointed yeah I mean, she has a great mug. She's got personality. She has a beautiful smile. She seems like fun. But we have watched this show many times where promos are very, very deceiving because sometimes you compensate for your placement on the show because you do the promos after filming. Um, mm -hmm. So I, I can't get that out of my head. But who knows? Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. And that's why we love doing this preview podcast because I'm usually wrong. Um <laughs> I'm going to give this a soft boot. I was actually going to say the same soft boot. I was also going to say soft boot. Audience, they're getting a little kinder. 64% to 36% boot. Um, also, just please note for my brain and the things that are confusing, we're going to have a lot of this, this cast, but this is now the third contestant to have the name Naomi um, after Naomi Smalls and the only Naomi. So like Alexis, the second Naomi of the year, the second Alexis of the year, and that trend is not going to end. But slow down on Drag Race or change names. Let's let's do that one. Next up, from Derbyshire, England. She's twenty six years old, but she sure don't act like it. It is Kate Butch, who Nashley gave ten points to. I gave two points. OG three points. Let's talk about her, and I know why. I know why we went with this way. As a drag stand-up comedian inspired by the eccentric singer Kate Bush, expect Kate Butch to have you running up that hill and rolling in the aisles. 
The Babushka-inspired bombshell describes herself as the comic sans of drag. She is inspired by the quirky theatrical style of her namesake and describes her drag style as Hollywood starlet with a migraine. There is more to her than just making people laugh. She can also sing, act, skills, which have helped her get to the withering heights of Drag Race UK. Obviously, her name is coming from her favorite all-time artist, Kate Bush. She started her career of drag at six years old in a school play, which was 20 years ago. And I know what I was doing 20 years ago. And that was basically like high school, but that's a whole different conversation. Oh, God. Um, she has written plays, sketches, and stand-up routines. She is involved in the podcast Queer Has Gone By. She says she's biologically 26 years old, but mentally she's in her mid-60s. Um She's a theatrical queen at heart. She's a triple threat. She can sing. She can act. She can bring a knife. Nashley, I get it. I, I... get it because <laughs> you and Kate Butch, um, very you, similar. <laughs> you have your kindred spirits. Tell us about Kate Butch. I just I loved her. I like she came on the screen and I was like, oh yes. I was like, as someone else's whose name is also. I mean, slightly pun, but it's also a play on my name as well as another celebrity. So I just, I was like, yes. And she was like 26 years old, but I'm actually 60. I always tell people that I'm 23, but I'm actually 80. So I was like, yeah, felt, felt very deep in my heart. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I also just like loved what she was wearing. I thought that shade of, that shade of blue is great on her. I'm loving the asymmetricalness of the pantsuit. I love it. It's it's wacky. It's going to be kooky. And I just really can't wait to see what she does. OG, you usually like wacky and kooky. Why not Kate Butch? I honestly think it is maybe part of the, the age thing. I'm just like, she, the hair and the makeup, I think it's just making her look so much older than she really is. I was really ready to be fully here for her because I do adore Kate Bush. And so... I was like, all right, this is great. And I will say, I think like her personality really shines through in the Meet the Queens. So there are elements that I'm excited for and interested to see where it goes. But I don't know. I just like, I have some big concerns and the outfit is too wacky to me. I'm like, what's happening? Like the pants look baggy. Why does it look like there's a half cape maybe, but then the other side, it's just... It's not something that I'm really drawn to visually. So I think that plus this sense of, yes, like we're getting the humor, we're getting the this and the that, but like what else? You know, a, an amazing personality that's really dynamic is great, but also then where are the other elements? Are you going to be able to really bring it in all of these other elements in regards to in the actual competition? Um, now you said you are a fan of Kate Bush. I'm going to put you on the spot. Fuck, Mary kill. Running up that hill, Babushka, Wuthering Heights. I would say I would have to... Um, I would have to definitely marry uh, Wuthering Heights. There was a time, actually, for one of my classes in high school, my mom made me the red outfit, and, like, I did a performance of, of that. So that will always be my favorite. Um... I think actually I might kill running up that hill just because it's the go-to for everyone now. And it's like, do you really 
fuck with Kate Bush. Like that, if that's what you know, and you know, because of stranger things, like you're so tardy to the party, you know? And so then I guess I would fuck Babushka, which found, sounds very weird, <laughs> but I guess Listen, that's what we're going with. I, I don't know if you followed the first season of The Masked Singer UK, uh, hosted by uh, Joel um, Dome, who's going to be one of the guest judges. Um, Jake Shears of Sister Sisters fame performed Babushka as a unicorn. It was camp. It was perfect. Sounds fuckable. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> Literally. Listen, I if, if I get to go to DragCon UK, I am going to go see Cabaret again because Jake Shears is in it and I need to see it. I need to see it. My question this season for Kate is she's got an old school soul, but will she be able to run up that hill to snatch the crown and be the representative of British drag today? That's my biggest concern because you have other contestants in this cast who are old school drag but have been doing old school drag for years she seemed to have decided to do the old school drag in an homage to old school drag but i don't know if rupaul likes that if that makes sense she very much reminded me of copper top yeah wait actually now that you said that maybe that's also something that I'm thinking of it's like that notion of this is kind of reminding me of someone and then also I think what you were saying too around maybe trying to really embrace and celebrate something that's considered a little bit more old school drag but it's like girl you're not really like you're kind of a young girl still I don't know which is fine I mean you're allowed to definitely do that um right like do you but when it comes to drag race at this point in time, there is a formula. There is a there's a th way things go. Totally. Um, now, this look, I, I don't necessarily hate the look. I wish the pants were a little more tailored and, and tighter. Um, I, I feel like a lot of, of this look was, hey, what materials do I have available? Because the look is by Kate Bush. Butch. Um, hairs by Brighton Birdcage. Jewels by Crown Jewels UK. Um, like OG, I'm going to go and say it as well. I can't stand this makeup. Um, I don't know what was going on. Like, I think they made her lip a little bolder than it was in the Meet the Queens video. Like, it was so nude. I thought there was no lip on. Um, I'm going to say this comment. Her mug kind of reminds me of a drag artist in the New York City that I can't stand, whose name is inspired by a alcoholic beverage. You know who I'm talking about. Um, it's not gin and juice, so there it is. Uh, and Ashley, talk to me about this look. Oh, I mean, I really like it. As you would wear it. Who, as somebody who makes a lot of their own stuff, yeah, I would fully wear this. I'd fully wear it and have no qualms about it. Yeah, I can't get that image of that face out of my head now. Fuck my life. Um, oh, not the drama. Not the drama. I'm going to give this look a boot. I'm going to toot it. I'm unafraid. I'm tooting it. <laughs> yeah, it's fully a boot for me. And I think, like you were saying, too, like, I will say I'm not in that camp of I absolutely hate this. I think this is the worst. I just, I dislike it. Yeah. <laughs> Audience, 44% toot, 56% boot. Next up from Hartlepool, England, 25 years old, it is Tamara Thomas. 
Tamara describes herself as a showgirl and as a dancer trained in a musical theater, she certainly knows how to put on a high energy leg kicking and hair whipping show. Growing up in a town where there were no gay bars, she moved to London where she has become a star of the drag brunch scene. She's not just a dancing queen, however. She describes herself as stunning, hilarious, and down for a laugh. Prior to starting drag, she was a professional dancer touring the world. She is a drag sister and housemate with Ahura. After filming Drag Race, she appeared on stage at the Eurovision Song Contest 2023 in Liverpool during the Be Who You Want to Be interval act, portraying a drag version of the host, Julia Sanina. She is trained in musical theater and can do jazz and tap. Now, my question of this season. Ohora wasn't a performer, but this carbon copy is. Can Tamara do what Ohora did and seal a trip to the finale? Now, when she said that she was a theater queen, I said... Yeah, she likes the spotlight. I can tell. She she loves attention. Um, also, I'm very insanely intimidated by her. Um, she looks like she could beat the shit out of me, which is not a bad thing. But just that's just my feel. Nashley, do you know this theater queen? Um. Because she's yeah. not your typical theater queen. No, she's not, and that's why I was very, I was very, very surprised. Because she is very like, it's very New York, like it's very New York City drag for her. Yes. But it's also like her personality, like also does not match what I see on the outside. So it's very, it was very kind of jarring, mm-hmm. I think. Um, but I am very interested to see what she can do. Yeah. Um, until we get her verse, I'm going to call do. She's the fa- uh, the theater queen Tamara, just like I'm the fashion queen of horror. Um, you know, she's probably going to do something like that. OG, I, would oh. would you go see her brunch? Oh, absolutely. Like I, I'm I've kind of placed her just yeah, like in the top half of the people that I'm most excited about because. I really do love the way that she looks. I love the colors. And then also once she started talking, I was like, oh my gosh, like I enjoy her vibes and her energy. When she was doing a little scream like here and there, like I was very- You you love unintelligible people. I think like I do. I like, you know, I think this is the thread that we're getting at here. I just like (laughs) that, you know, it's just, I'm very into that for whatever reason. Um, And yeah, I will say too, I'm not sure if either of you were getting this, but there were some elements of her humor and like the way that she was talking that actually reminded me a little bit of the same universe that Bag of Chips lives in. So I'm really interested in that kind of looking a little bit more fashion-y, colorful, that, but then also having like a Bag of Chips approach to personality to a certain extent, you know, like that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So. Mm -hmm. Now, her look is by Trashy Planets, Hair by Flesh. I can definitely tell you that the theme was candy because she looks like a fucking candy wrapper. And it looks amazing. Uh, fuck her for those legs. Um, whatever. I, I really do like this. I think this is a really cool look. The The face is facing. The hair is herring. Um, do I necessarily want to unwrap her? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. Ashley, what did you think? I actually, so I really like this look um, because A, it's really the only one for me that was on theme. I was like, I was happy she really stuck to the theme. I was also really happy that she went the extra mile and put on 
bedazzled pasties. Um, some New York City girls need to take note if they're wearing a bodysuit that doesn't I, necessarily go all the way up. I just need a rule. I, I've said it on the podcast multiple times. I'm sorry to those who listen to all the recaps. I need a drag race rule and I need a drag rule. Pasties or no pasties. Like, yeah. give me consistency at this point. No, I'm sorry. We need uh, pasties because let me tell you, I don't want to see boy nipple. I don't want to see it. I don't. I'm like, it takes me out of it. I'm like, cover it up. You hear that, me, Ashley Madison? <laughs> oh man i i, I yeah I don't see it but also like everybody knows i am not a fan of this weird sculpted hair trend that's going around right now i just hate them i look at it and i'm like it doesn't look like hair it wait looks until you wear one and you look in the mirror and you're like wait no like- i got fat head like it don't work like that like okay, for me okay. no. i just don't like them what do you, you think of this hat, that was my, the hair was my only complaint. Yeah, I mean, for me, I really love this. I think the aesthetic, everything about it is giving very Paris Hilton. It's giving a little bit Kim Petras, which is also one of my favorite spaces to live in. So all of those vibes just sit really well with me. Um, I do think, I don't know, like there's something about the middle a little bit. I get what she's going for, but I think, it feels as though it could fit her a little bit better in the middle just to exaggerate mm-hmm. the shape a little bit more. So if I had to give a critique, it might be that just the way that the bow in the middle is sitting feels like it could have been just a little bit different to bring it fully over the top. But yeah, I, I think this is one of probably my favorites from this promo. I agree. Um, and I even like that she has bows on her heels. Like every there, it, This is a very well-conceived and well-played out look. Um, I will say that going through her Instagram a little bit, um, like Ahura, we might have a lot of uh, self-tanner on the stool on the confessionals. Uh, so there's that. But I will give this look a toot. I would also definitely give it a toot. Yeah, toot. Audience, you're mean. 79% toot, 21% boot. All you booters, um, I, give me your notes. I want to know why you didn't like it. Um, speaking of things that people don't like, I gave this person nine. I'm very excited for her. OG, seven. A little less excited, but still excited. One from Nashley. Oh, wait, no, I thought, is that who I did? Coming from the Grand Canaria, Spain, Newcastle, Pontine. Oh, one. I thought you Michael meant Michael Morali. <laughs> Michael Morales is a Gordy lass who left Newcastle for a life of sun and sequins on Gran Canaria, the Spanish island she describes as a concrete gay jungle. Starting her career as a male-presenting performer, Michael Morales started performing in drag a few years later and has now been doing it for 15 years. After doing every drag gig imaginable, she took a uh, trip back. She's back to take the UK by storm. As an all-around entertainer who can host, perform, sing, and do comedy, Michael is ready to spread her magic across the Drag Race UK challenges. She is the oldest queen at the time of filming to compete on Drag Race UK at the age of 39. Drag Race, do better. Please, please, please. 39 should not be the oldest. Oh, God, that hurts me saying that. Uh, She is the second contestant of Spanish origin to compete on Drag Race UK after today's May. And she says she does not change her tights that often. AKA, that's a joke. Change your tights, girls. Like, fucking do it. I don't understand why you don't do it. Um, Nashley. Nashley. What do you have against the Grand Canary? I just, 
I wasn't vibing. I wasn't okay. feeling mm-hmm. the vibes fell off. Also just the outfit and then the boy nipple popping out. And I was like, ah, just That's fair. come on, come on, 15 years and you still got your nipples popping out. Come on, girl. Now, to be fair, she she has done a lot of male um, presenting performance before, so maybe that's part of her aesthetic. But my question this season for her is she has a great personality and a background in the Canaries that gives her a power that others do not have in this cast. Will her fresh take to Drag Race UK be the recipe for success? Now, OG, we know queens from the Grand Canary Islands do not do well on uh, Drag Race Espana. Like, it is proven fact. Three for three, they just can't do it. She's not wearing the crazy ass boots, but do you think she'll do well? I am hoping that she does. I really feel as though in the in her Meet the Queens, like you got, at least to me, you got that sense of an experienced professional who has a pretty well-rounded package. I honestly responded really well to the outfit and the hair. You know, I like the fringe that's happening. Um, I really enjoyed the, the personality that we got to see. So yeah, I mean, I was really excited. I was I was very happy by what I saw. Now, I don't know what kind of candy she's trying to be, but um, they're snakes. So that's there. Um, the look is by Monica Breeze, hair by Wig Chapel, jewels by Bling Bling, nails by Tyla Monroe. I don't like the multicolor hair part. I like I don't mind the sculpture part of it. I think I if it was all green, I would have responded to it a little better. But like the uh, the the rainbow part is a little confusing. There's a lot to look at. You got the, the snake. You got the roses. You got the fringe. Um, again, there's a lot. But she feels like a professional, so she feels like she knows what she's doing, and there's a purpose to it. I'm excited to learn what that purpose is because I am intrigued, but I'm not excited by the look. Nashley, what do you think about this look? Tell us why you didn't like it. I just, I wanted some sense of, like, cohesion, and to me, I just, I'm not getting it. I was like, okay, I was like, the snakes with, like, the pointed corset, like, okay, I kind of get it, maybe, like, going for, like, kind of, like, a villainy kind of thing, but then the hair and the roses and the fringe, and it's just, it's, I think it's a mess. I think it's a mess. <laughs> are, are are those, like, snake fangs on the arms like what what is on the arms that's yeah the thing that's on the gauntlets i have no idea i think it's just really thick fringe mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or they like... do have the snake motif on the boots which i think is really really cool um give me a color shiny boot with something else on it thank god it's not pleasers um og talk to me about the look yeah, it's so funny that you were like, I don't enjoy the rainbow wig because I really did. <laughs> you would wear it. I know. Well, exactly. It's like, of course I would. Um, yeah, and it, it's so funny because we're again talking about cohesion and I think our own perspectives on that. Because for me, I'm like, yes, I feel the cohesion here. This is just sort of chaotic maximalism in some ways, but also at the same time, just a pair of boots and like a little, you know, body situation. So I don't know. I think like I kind of fell towards, oh yeah, this is just like a more is more type thing, but also still feels together enough that it's coming from a certain perspective that I'm vibing with. I do agree that some of it I'm a little bit, I think that was a good way of saying it, intrigued by, not necessarily excited by in certain cases, but I was really here for the outfit. I appreciate the shade of green and like the shimmeriness. It's visually interesting. The fringe and like the feathers and all of that, it's going to move well, I feel. So like, 
I was into it. Yeah, and I, I, I think what Michael gave me, I felt comfort knowing that if I went to a Michael Morley show, it would be a fun time. And I think whether Rue gets the drag, likes the drag, whatever it's going to be, I think Rue is going to vibe with her because she is a consummate professional and she's going to give you safety in a chaotic season. Maybe it's the age, maybe it's the 15 years doing it, but I feel like you you having that experience of being in a room of drag artists, it's going to help you, especially in that competitive field in the Grand Canaria. Um, I mean people go to see drag when you go to the Canary Islands. Like, I think she's going to do well. I will give this look a soft two. Boot. I'm going to toot it. Audience, 88% toot, 12% boot. We shall see. We shall see what happens. Next up. Next up. We're all kind of all in the same place. OG the lowest at five. I was at six. Nashley at seven. And again, I know exactly why. 34 years old from County Durham, England. It is Ginger Johnson. Ginger Johnson describes herself as a helium balloon in the shape of a woman, which gives you an idea of the kind of silly, campy drag that she was delighting audiences with for the last 15 years. She loves to take serious things and present them in a silly way. A writer, director, and puppeteer, Ginger loves a challenge. She's done it all, including performing in cabaret and even dealing with projectile vomiting singers as a karaoke host. If that wasn't enough, she's a talented creative who makes her own costumes and props for her live shows. She is the third queen of the Drag Race franchise to have the name Ginger after Ginger Minj and this year's Ginger Bitch from Drag Race France 2. She started her career after she wrote a radio play in university based around an older woman from the Northeast. After not being able to find anyone to play the role, she played it herself. She says she is Britain's booziest trifle, and she likes to take things that are quite serious and present them in a really ridiculous way. She says she is a balding, aging homosexual in a real life, but when she puts on the gear, people listen to what she says, and she uses that to try to make good in the world. And that's the comment that I was like, wait, maybe I need to reevaluate Ginger because I think her perspective on drag is very important. And then I looked at her look and I said, fuck that. Nope, can't do it. Um, it's the two-tone purple. They do not match. They clash. It burns my fucking eyes. But I like the personality. Let's start off with Nashley here. She's another theater queen. <laughs> yeah, you know, I like the theater queens. <laughs> what, what, what vibes with you, with her? I, she was just, I thought she brought really, really good energy into the room. And I just, I really like her top. I thought the top was fun. And it was also kind of crinkly like a candy wrapper. So I was like, I don't know. I was like, it's softly on theme. But yeah, the two-tone purple also did bother me. <laughs> did she run out of fabric? Like, what happened? Like, Maybe, they... maybe. Or maybe she just wanted to break it up with the pant. I don't, I don't know. But they clash. One's blue, one's red. Like, they have two, two different worlds of purple. Yeah, two yeah, different hues. But Silver I do shoe. like that both things are very, they're very fitted to her. It's nothing's baggy. It's very like tight on her body and you can see her body very nicely. So. OG, how many times are we going to hear um, them ask if she has a Ginger Johnson? Right. I'm like, you already know it's going to be endless. 
Yeah, for me, the outfit is insane. I was like, it's it's giving very Grimace. It's really just, it's not it. Like Grimace did not have a good year this year. Listen, as somebody, <laughs> as somebody who just did a Grimace number, let me tell you, okay? <laughs> I could be, listen, I could be here for Grimace drag, but it's just, I don't think that that was really her intention. And so if you're not going for it, then, ooh, that two-tone purple. Yeah, that's really, ooh, it's not giving um but yeah like so that's kind of why she landed in the middle for me because the fashion is seemingly questionable but I did really like her personality I think she's another one who seems like she's just going to be solid and reliable but does that really put you to the forefront to be the person I'm most excited about or also the person who seems like they may have the most potential to go the furthest I don't really know. Um, I did really love, though, her story about being at the karaoke and being vomited on a bunch of times. I thought that was so funny. So I really appreciated her personality, but just she kind of landed in the middle. Well, my question of the season for her, she's got the campy charm that Rue loves, but have we had enough of that in the winner's circle on Drag Race UK? You have to think about that sometimes. Um, because I will still stand by it. I know um, I'm probably going to get in trouble for saying it, but the winner of Drag Race down under three. I don't know if she won because she was the deserving winner or because you couldn't have another fucking campy queen next to the first two campy queens. Um, Ginger, if she should win, you'll have her next to the Vivian, Lawrence Cheney, and Danny Beard, all who have the same energy and vibe. Not saying it's a bad thing, just an observation. The look, I, I again, she's got the pants on point. Like she gave us the tail of the pants, but the colors, some I, I need someone to find out what had happened. Um, please, please tell me what had happened. Maybe she's colorblind, and if she is, I apologize. Um, the hair is fun. I think the hair is fun, very drag. Um, again, I want to go see her show. Not all great drag artists are great at drag race. Maybe she'll prove us wrong. Um, but this look, I can't. It's an absolute boot. I'm gonna, I'm gonna soft toot it. A because of the the two tone, and B the shoes, because the shoes did not match at all. Yeah, not at all. Yeah, it's so funny that you just mentioned the shoes because I was looking at the look again, and I was like, I think because the two tone purple is distracting enough, I wasn't even focused on the shoes. But then I was right. just looking at them, and I was like, Why is it just like a white? Um, like wait what it just it's yeah this is a mess for me this is definitely a boot audience not a fan 32% to 68% boot we are in our top three era I thought we were for sure this was going to be the winner pick apparently not she's my um 10.7 points eight points for OG but she's in this third place because of Nashley with two excitement points from Atlanta, Georgia, it's not Nicole Page Brooks, it is Caramel. Caramel may have been born in Atlanta, Georgia, the U.S., but since moving to London, she has become a legend for her high-energy performances and uncanny Beyoncé impersonations. Hope that doesn't mean she's doing it on Snatch Game. Growing up, Caramel says that she never saw a Black trans woman on TV, so she is being the change she wants to see in the world by being loud and proud on the BBC. The self-described lip-sync assassin queen should be wary of taking on Caramel when it comes to performing. She is the first queen on Drag Race UK to originate from the United States. She, along with fellow Season 5 contestant Alexis St. Pete, are the fourth pair to originate outside of the UK. 
following season four Starlight from South Africa, season three's Theresa May from Spain, and season one's Crystal from Canada. She is the second transgender contestant to compete on Drag Race UK following season four's Dakota Schiffer. She says at the gig, to give you a good show, she is there, but she will also make sure we all get crunk. And I was like, that's the most American thing she said, all Meet the Queens. My question this season, the hype is real. Can Caramel break the curse of the wish list and take home the victory? OG, talk to me. Yeah, I. this was one that I was really interested by my own reaction to because I think it was a little bit unexpected. I think you look at her and you think one thing, but then watching the video, she has so much personality and she's like so dynamic. I mean, I love that she was like talking about feeding the chickens in like the first 15 seconds. That was just really hilarious to me. And I think that carried throughout the video. Um, I think her approach to the promo sat really well with me too. I love the hair. I think too, if we're considering people who feel to fit the loose seemingly theme of of the overall um, promo, this sort of melty chocolate Willy Wonka golden ticket scenario is something that fits really well into chocolate, that vibe. bitch. It's caramel. Well, yeah, but I'm like, it's caramel. It's like giving a little golden chocolate, all of that. Fair, so fair. I was very much here for it, just completely. So I'm really, really excited to see what she brings. Nashley, Nashley, Nashley. Obviously, you are not feeling the hype of the wish list. Dark horse of the whole day. <laughs> Talk to me about your first impressions on caramel. I was, I just thought it was fine. I just like she came up and I was like, uh, there wasn't anything like awe inspiring for me personally. Also, the bodysuit not matching the skin tone really, really bothered me. It just looked really orange. And her skin tone, I don't think is very orange. Like if you look at her hands and then past the cuff, it gets very different. And I was like, I don't like it. I don't like it. But I just nothing really it didn't stand out to me unfortunately promo look is by trashy plants hair by style by vodka again look at this duo maybe they have like um them unlocked there i mean i i do like it i know this is the vibe she gives um i am not sure i have to go look at my resources and see if she was present during drag con because she may or may not have performed because i know there were names floating around while i was at drag con uk because they were not allowed to be there but they left the next day to start filming. Um, but no, she she has been on the wish list since season one. People have wanted to see her for years. She is finally here. And I hope she can live up to the hype because we've seen other queens who have been hyped up not be able to do it because the pressure is, is immense. Um, this look is really interesting. Um, I love it and I hate it for uh, the reasons you both said. Um, but my favorite part is that melty, melty gold Oh my God, is that so hot and sexy? Like, I wish the entire look was that. I'll give it a two. Yeah, I would say I would for sure toot it. Soft boot. Audience, 80% two, 20% boot. All right. We have two queens left. And they're both ishes. Which one will be first? Well, 
Nine points from OG, eight points for me, six points from Ashley. It is Vicky Vivacious, 36 years old from Cornwall, England. Vicky Vivacious has gone from farmland to fabulous to take on series five. The cabaret queen of Cornwall with a love of musical theater. Vicky Vivacious is a hardworking performer, often working between six and nine shows a week. For one of the gigs, she tours barracks, bringing her drag magic to entertain the armed forces. Describing herself as a glamour puss with the mouth of Carrie Katona, she is the first Cornish queen to bring her pasty power onto Drag Race UK. She is the second contestant in the Drag Race franchise to have Vivacious in their name following, obviously, Vivacious. She is sang on the West End and performed with Little Mix. She has served the armed forces, earning her the nickname The Forces Sweetheart. She is the second cast member of Drag Queens of London to be on the show following her good friend, Bag of Chips. She says five words to describe her drag. Fun, flirty, fabulous, glamorous, and Cornish. And she bleeds musical theater. She bleeds musical theater. And we don't have her at the top from Nashley. Talk to me. Why not Vicky? Um. So I do want, like, I, I love the outfit. So I... Good. I, the outfit is fabulous. I love that. Love that outfit. I just, I feel she is stuck in the middle between like either clown or glamour girl. And I want her to go either way. Cause I That's feel like, she could, I feel like she could be very successful as a glamour girl and she could be very successful as a clown. I almost wish she would go more clown because her eye, the eye and the lip is very clown to me, but the contour feels very, very soft. And I wish it was way more aggressive and i kind of just wish she like her personality just kind of felt stuck in the middle for me i'm like i want her to go either like i want her to go either way because i think she could do both very very well but right now i feel like i'm just getting middle road of both the highlighter is giving me crazy eyes like literally insanity on that face which is british drag and yeah go ahead which I'm like, I love that, but I'm just like, I want like, I want crazy fucking cheeks with that as well. Like, if you're gonna do that, now knowing that she is good friends with Miss Bag of Chips, I see Bag of Chips in her. Um, she's a little more reserved. She's probably not going to give you um, a much better moment, but I feel like she's definitely going to be fun and fun to watch. OG, you really are excited. Tell me why. Yeah, and I think actually what is what i'm really drawn to is the fact that there seems to be the two different personalities like you were saying the glamour and the clown like i actually kind of appreciate that it seems like she's living somewhere in the middle i do agree that the makeup feels a little weird to me i that's the one thing that i don't really love but i think the rest of the outfit is incredible it looks so good her hair i also really love Um, And then also just from her video too. I mean, I think you got a sense that she's very multi-talented. The singing voice that she seems to have too. I'm like, these girls better watch out when it comes time for the singing challenges because she's clearly going to put up a fight. Um, So yeah, so I mean, I think it was just her personality and the whole package just overall came across as really dynamic. So I'm really intrigued and excited to see where she goes in terms of pulling those elements together because I think it could go really well or it could go wrong you know so it's very it's going to be very interesting to see my question this season is she's a camp cow and captures the filth of British drag will her musical theater love help her get to the end I mean this cast I have to imagine is going to be the best rusical we're going to get if it is a live singing um rusical because 
they all have this background in musical theater. Um, she seems like she has experience. She seems like she's a lot of fun. Her look is by Joshua Hansler, hair by style by Vanity, jewels by Sage Jewels. Um, I just, I'm obsessed with this look. It's beautiful. It is, it is British. It is ab fab, dare I say. How many Muppets had to die for this look, do you think? Many. At least many. 12. Yeah. Um, is this the same head hat piece that Danny Beard had for their promo? I don't know. It looks very similar. Um, but I really think this is just, it's simple, but it's so refined and elevated. And that's what works. Um, it doesn't match the face. And that's going to be the thing I think is going to be my biggest Hmm. takeaway is am i going to be able to separate the two um because again like i would have went with a different lip color because that pink is just blending into the face too much and it's so big that you're like did she just eat something pink and it got all over her lips i don't know i i think she's gonna be fun time gal i'm very excited um it's a toot mm -hmm. yeah i think all of what you were just saying is pretty much how i feel about the look as well i think it feels simple enough, but then with a correct amount of flair that brings it to a little bit more really draggy over the top place without feeling like it's too excessive. So overall, I think it's really cohesive. I think it's for sure one of the best promo looks from this batch. So it's definitely a toot for me. Nashley, what yeah. color do you want this look in? <laughs> you know, I would love it in yellow. Big bird realness. Uh, yeah, truly. I mean, I wish she was wearing a booby plate, but I'm going to give it a two. Audience, top two, 97% two, 3% boot. But we got one left. And I'm a little surprised by this. I gave her seven. I was the lowest here. Ashley, nine. OG, 10. Delicious from Kent, England. 20 years old, our baby of the cast. This might be Dee Dee's first time on Drag Race UK, but viewers have seen her handiwork before. She has designed outfits that queens have worn on the show, including a number of gorgeous gowns worn by her drag sister, season three winner, Crystal Versace. Speaking of her, Crystal's connection. Dee Dee says Crystal is sex on legs. Dee Dee is a clown on stilts, a performer who likes to combine glamour with silliness. She believes she has everything it takes to match her sister and take the crown. Dee Dee. Is the second contestant in the Drag Race franchise to have a variant of the name D as her name after Dee Dee Marie Holiday from this year's Drag Race Philippines 2. Oh boy. She is the season three winner's Crystal Versace drag sister and part of the House of Versace. They've known each other for 11 years and Dee Dee made some of Crystal's season three looks. Dee Dee has appeared on Crystal's web series Keeping Up with the Crystal Versace's. Um, I know that's not the name I'm making fun of it. Um, I will not watch it. Have either of you? Probably not. She is the fourth youngest queen to compete on Drag Race 2K after Scary Cat on season one and Anubis and Crystal on season three. They were all 19. She says she gets into DD demon mode when she sees some someone gets something that she wants. And I was like, oh, that feels seen. I understand that. So hardcore. But here's my question of the season. Crystal Versace with a with a personality? Dee Dee seems like she's got the full package, but will her story as a young fashion queen be too close to Crystal to give her the crown? That's my concern. That being said, uh, she was so much fun. OG, why are you most excited for Dee Dee Delicious? 
Well, I mean, you pretty much said it, which is what's funny to me too, and just so spot on about it, because she literally seems like Crystal Versace with a bit of a personality difference and a little bit more of a push in that direction. Potentially controversial, but Crystal is my favorite winner of Drag Race UK. So I'm also just like the fact that she's uh, in the Versace family immediately. I'm like, yes, let's get back into it. I'm ready. And also just that too, just like she clearly has a really great repertoire of sewing and outfit construction skills. So that's going to be amazing. Plus, she really does have this super dynamic, interesting, quirky personality that I really responded well to. So I think she's kind of bringing the best of both worlds. So I I really am very, very excited to see what she's going to bring to the competition. Now she's excited for the double Ds. Listen, you know, I love, you know, I love boobies. So I know I'm very, very, very excited for her, especially because I mean, the outfit itself was absolutely gorgeous. And it looks great on that that waist. That waist. Are you kidding me? I was like, shut up, skinny bitches. I hate them. The look uh, is actually not by her. It's by Trashy Planets. Uh, though she didn't I mean, tag them in it. I only saw it because when I looked to their do all of that beating either. That the beating on that was insane. Mm-hmm. Was insane. This is a very well put together outfit and look. Um, it is a little top heavy, uh, but I think that was intentional. This hair is immaculate. Oh my god, I'm obsessed with this hair. The mug, it, it, that's Crystal's face on a different person's the face. The mug is so, um, so sharp. <laughs> it is. I mean, she's obviously she has a much rounder face, so she it's spread out a little more where Crystal's is like snatched. Um, but I, I I think it's going to be very, very hard for her to separate herself from Crystal, but she has to, she absolutely has to simply because there was so much victorial against crystal for her win and being too young if she's playing the same card are they going to want to do it so i really really hope she can stand out on her own and i think she can i really really do think she can um i'm just not as excited for her as others but that's what i think is really cool about this cast is it's diverse enough in styles not diverse in cultures but it's diverse enough in styles that I think it's going to be a really intriguing cast to watch. This look, so good. If I did drag, I would wear it. It's a toot. Yeah, I mean, this is just another one. Like, we've had, I feel, the full spectrum in terms of this promo of people whose looks were really not cohesive and could have been tighter. But this just feels, again, like one of the absolute tightest, most cohesive the shoe matches perfectly with everything else too it just got such a great shape the color is amazing it's for sure an absolute toot for me i've said on the podcast many times fuchsia is the greatest drag color just is it's fact science can't deny it ashley oh oh, i toot it i toot it and yeah one of my favorite colors that was my gown color for the last pageant i did so i love it um, audience 88% to 12% poop and there's our cast um, it's going to be very stra- strange watching a cast of 10 on uh, a fifth season of Drag Race but this is what we're given and we're going to go with it how we always end this podcast is I like to ask you who you think is the most followed queen of the cast on Instagram do not cheat who do you think it is I'm going to say Caramel yeah I was also going to say Caramel 
All right, let's go through it. At the bottom, 6,555, Miss Naomi Carter. 7,856, Ginger Johnson. 9,962, Kate Butch. 10.5K, Vicky Vivacious. 13.5K, Michael Marulli. 17.7K, Banksy. 17.8, Dee Delicious. 21.2, Tamara Thomas. 23.2, Alexis St. Pete with Caramel. 26.9 thousand followers. Thought it would be like double that, but you know what? It takes time, and I think you know what this cast—they're going to get a lot of followers. I, I have a feeling by probably maybe week two, week three, all three of the ones that are below ten k are going to get over ten k. Just takes time. Takes time. Yeah, and I think too, we're just in that moment, like we've been referencing, where just this year has been so drag race heavy, and there's always another season you're typically watching if you're keeping up with all of them, like three to four, literally at the same time. So <laughs> I think there's something to be said for that too. You know, like once the show is rolling, I'm sure that people will pick up the following right. a little bit more. Um, I mean, listen, I don't know if you saw the statistic. We had queen number 400 and queen number 500 enter this year. Yeah, like that's Insane. wild. Insane. All right. Any final thoughts on Drag Race UK 5 to wrap this podcast up, Ashley? I wish everybody would have stuck with the candy theme, but I guess there's nothing we can do about it now. Yeah, well, I guess they got candy crushed. Oh. <laughs> OG. Yeah, I, I just think the vibe of everything so far, the promo and the Meet the Queens and, you know, so many different elements are feeling very interesting. So I'm super excited and eager to see where the season goes. It feels like there's a lot of potential here for it to go many ways. Let's see how it all shakes out. And I just really hope that these 10 queens get their time and get their recognition. I really do hope that the fandom will move on and not talk about the other things so this cast can have their moment. And we'll see. We'll see what happens. Where can we find you both on social media, Venmo, and any projects you want to plug? OG? Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram at OG double underscore fag. You can also find me on Blue Sky at just OG Fag because I got there early. Um, and yeah, generally these days, I'm mostly just trolling around the internet. Sometimes, you know, hanging in the galleries with Patrick Church. You can find me there maybe doing a little art stuff. Um, yeah, I'm just having a good old time, being a good time gal. Nashley. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and pretty much any social media at original Nashley underscore Tisdale. Uh, you can also find me on Redbubble at Nashley Tisdale. If anybody would like to take home their own personal Nashley Tisdale t-shirt. Also coming up on October 15th, I will be competing in the Miss Hell's Kitchen pageant here in New York City. So if you would like to get your tickets to that, it will be hosted by Alaska Thunderfuck 5000. And Carson Cressley is also on the judges panel. So cool times ahead. Sounds exciting. Well, thank you both for being here. It was a blast. Thank you. Yes, thanks so much for having me.